You are now entering the Thick Goddess Energy Morning Show. Building didn't let my fears kill me. Transmuting my pain in the cleanse in the rain. Found out I was working and I conquered my demons. I accepted my purpose and the goddess I became. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's your Thick Goddess Energy Morning Show. I am your host, Ariana, a.k.a. Divine Moon Goddess in the building. So (laughs) I just want to take a moment and say thank you um, to all of you who are supporting the podcast, that are listening, that are referring me out. I just have to say thank you, thank you, thank you to those of you who are listening to the ads before. (laughs) Also, because they do get a a little few cent kickback. And that's what keeps me going right. It is not that much, okay? But I still do this shit because I love it. But um, I I do want to say thank you because uh, I just officially uh, created this podcast last year. And for 2022, I was one of the top-rated spiritual podcasts. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I cannot say it enough of, of just bringing content that is getting to people that need it, right? Um, I want to take a second, though, and give some props to my Android users. <laughs> so I did look to see who, which, um, I wanted to see which platform, because it's on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple. And I wanted to see which platforms are top. <coughs> so all time tops are Spotify at 74%. So big up to everyone who is listening on Spotify. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Apple podcast is at 15.2 anchors at 3.6. So, but in the past 30 days, I'm going to tell you guys that Apple podcast users have risen in the last 30 days. Apple podcasts jumped to like 50%. So, and Spotify is at 39%. So definitely in the last 30 days, we've had more iPhone users. So I'm going to be a little bit more loving to you guys and a little <laughs> and a little bit more caring because you guys are actually showing up and showing the fuck out. Okay. And in the last 30 days, far as the apps, Apple Podcasts is up at that 50% in Spotify. So again, um, I have to just honor that, right? Um, and just to tell you, locations that are listening, thank you. U.S., of course. U.S. of A. is 97%. That's where everyone's at. Why? That's where I'm at. But I got Australia in the building, Germany, Canada, United Kingdom, Thailand, Australia, and New Zealand representing and listening to um, the podcast. And of course, I have more female listeners, but I do have some male listeners. And let me tell you, this is not just a female ragging men bashing fucking podcast. This is not what we do over here. So tell your friends, tell your friends, tell your friends, tell your other friends that are male to come listen to me because I'd be speaking some real shit. (laughs) Okay. Um, And then just uh, highest uh, age bracket is 28 to 34. Thank you guys for coming in. Crazy is 
is that is one, I feel like one of the heightened age groups that kind of start to feel lost um, besides that 35 to 44, because by that time, you're like, what am I even doing in this life? (laughs) What am I even doing here? Um, So yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for you guys coming in today. Today's episode, I wanted to talk about trauma and some of the ways it plays out um, when we were raising trauma or or very dysfunctional families. We don't realize because this is how we were raised. So it becomes normal. It becomes um, second nature, um, you know, to build these defensive mechanisms. And um, one of the things we always start with is watching what we say to self. Okay. So I want you guys this week to be careful of how you talk to yourself. Watch what you say to you and how you say it to you. So, you know, when you're having conversations with someone, no matter how you're speaking about yourself, especially in the past, if you are still referring to yourself as, oh, I was dumb, I was stupid, I was a whore, I was, you know, I was an asshole, I was this, you're still creating that energy in the past. And... What I mean by that is once you get to a certain level, you realize that there is no past. Time and space doesn't really exist. We see it as past because we're living this life and it's in its consecutive days, times, weeks, months, years, right? But actuality, that past is still thriving within time and space somewhere in the galaxy, right? So if you just think of it in that terms, like, okay, this my past is, is not the past. Your past is still thriving. So when you keep referring to yourself in those ways, you're actually keeping the energy. Um, you're keeping the energy talking about yourself. So you're belittling yourself like the other people did or like how you felt. So you're adding on basically to the energy and the trauma of the situation. So be careful. You know, one of the things I hear a lot of people, even myself, I used to refer to my 20 year old as the dumbest, you know, dumbest shit ever, right? Like, fuck, she was so stupid. Um, And I hear a lot of people like, man, I made so many mistakes in my 20s. So fucking what? Your 20s are supposed to be filled with mistakes. You know why? Because you don't know who the hell you are in your 20s. You don't know who you are. You don't know who you're supposed to be. You don't know who you're, what you're supposed to do. You don't know any of that. And then a lot of times, if you come from a dysfunctional family, traumatic background, you have no clue how you're supposed to be in society. And especially if you are not getting healing, getting some type of help, working through your problems, you're just living through life in ego thinking, oh, I'm good. (laughs) So a lot of times we're referring to ourselves and we'll go back to those spaces and, and, and we're, we're continuously saying things though. Um, I see a lot of people do it now where I'm at, I can spot it from people real quickly and I do bring it to their attention so we can work through it and they can become aware of it. Not in a shitty way. Like, Oh, you're saying this and that, but like, I, I know that's out of trauma. So let's look at that. Even even um, there was one thing I used to say where I used to be like, um, oh, you know, I'm such a blonde, you know, before somebody could call me stupid, I would say that because I have a tendency to process slower. Doesn't mean I'm, my mind is slower. I actually take a second to process. And some people who are go, go, go and trying to rush, 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 kind of look at me like, hello, you know, did you get it? And it's like, 
hold up. I'm processing. My mind is thinking in the way it is thinking. So my defense mechanism was to constantly be like, oh, I'm a blonde and this, you know, um, and I didn't even realize that I was doing that until, of course, in this path, this path made me realize that. So I don't do that. I just let people know now I process a certain way. If that's too slow for you, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry you feel that way. I'm actually not sorry. I'm sorry you feel that way (laughs) because that's just how, you know, that's just my mind is doing what it does. And I have to process things in the way that I process. And we're not going to process things or think in the same way because I do take my time. I try not to just jump and let my mind run wild. When you're telling me something, I'm visualizing it. I'm thinking I'm trying to work it out in my head. So you're not going to get an instant response from me a majority of the time. Unless when spirits flowing through me, that's a whole nother ball game. So I want you to take this week to really see how you're speaking to yourself, how you're referring to your younger selves, because those those younger versions of you were just doing what they thought they knew. They, you know, they were operating in the information that they had. They were operating in the dysfunction that they had. They were operating in the trauma that they had. So they were going to make different decisions that probably weren't the best for them. Okay. And the more and more we start to become compassionate for self, the more we can become compassionate for humanity. The biggest thing right now that the world is struggling with is the compassion and love for each other. And it's because we don't even have it for ourselves. So how can you be compassionate and loving to the next person if you can't even look at yourself in the mirror and be like, damn, you you know, you might've made these decisions, but, but you know what? I still love you. We got this. We've grown. We've learned, you know, so don't add on defensive stereotypes to you because you want to be the first one to joke about you because you don't want the, you know, someone to say something about you. Not everybody's going to get you. Not everybody should. And you, and, and when you learn to be okay with everybody not understanding you or liking you, it's a fucking relief, okay? It's a relief to not care. It's a relief to not hold this uh, repertoire that you're supposed to be um, for anyone. And and when you can release having to know it all or having to be it all or needing to be um, the everything for everyone, you you can sit back and relax and just be you. So get comfortable with people not liking you in that way or not understanding how you tick. Okay. And you don't have to make excuses for how you maneuver or how you think or how you say things. Um, you don't have to make excuses for that. And that all comes with trauma from either people downing us from what we said when we were younger, calling us stupid for our thoughts, making us feel stupid, making us feel little. And again, that all goes into your childhood traumas, teen traumas, young adult traumas, and on and on and on where finally you got to look at it and be like, you know what? I'm actually brilliant. Okay. And I always say this. I was a kid that people would have looked at like, oh, she's loopy. She's, you know, she's slow. <laughs> she don't get it. You know, I've, I've been called a lot of things and um, ADHD, you know, whatever, whatever. But again, it's not any of those. My mind is actually very brilliant. I just work in the way that I work, Ariana, myself. And when I got to the point of stop comparing the way my brain ticks to others, I stopped feeling slow. 
I stopped feeling dumb. I stopped feeling stupid because I wasn't, um, you know, and I, and I realized that of course, moving on, going to college and taking classes and, and I got, you know, going after degrees and things like that. It made me realize that I wasn't what I had was made to believe or what I thought, right? Cause we can create our reality of taking what someone says and, and making it true. And so I was like, damn, I've like done the damn thing. Even when I left my career of 11 years and stepped into the seat of business entrepreneur and business owner, and I've done the damn thing, which you have to have a certain mind frame to become an entrepreneur. Everybody want to be an entrepreneur until you are an entrepreneur. It is not the easiest thing um, to do. And you definitely have to have a good head on your shoulders or, you know, shit hits the fan. Not to say that I haven't made some errors in business because, man, I had no knowledge of business walking in. I actually need to make a course of what not to do <laughs> when <laughs> when starting a business. Um so just get into uh, this week. I want you to pay attention to what defensive mechanisms are coming up for you. What is coming up for you that you tend to do um, to shy away from either people or conversations? Um, some of the other things is is always um, internalizing something. So when something happens or someone says something, you automatically take it offensively towards you. Did I do something wrong? And so I want you to notice that because that is, again, your, if the person hasn't said, hey, you did this wrong and we need to talk about it, why are you automatically going into the person is saying you're, the, you're wrong? There's something about your own mind that is internalizing it and projecting something onto you that may or may not even exist. You don't know if it's a problem until you talk to the person, right? So if you just automatically assume you're going into that trauma, you're going into what is creating the thoughts that make you think you did something wrong. You know, if someone's not talking or if someone shuts down, sometimes it has nothing to do with us. Absolutely nothing to do with us. But again, we will take it against us and be like, what happened? Why are we not talking? Why? Why?" And I used to do this uh, with the last guy um, I was seeing. Um, and I remember, especially in the beginning of my path, I used to do this where if he ghosted or if he got silent, I would be like, what did I do wrong? What did I say wrong? How did I move wrong? You know, and I would take it against something that I did, even though it had nothing to fucking do with me, everything to do with him. He made his moves. You know, it wasn't that I was doing anything wrong. I was just being me. And again, that made me feel a certain way, like I couldn't be myself or I couldn't do this or I would have to maybe reword, like maybe I'm too wordy. You know, you just start to overthink and there goes the overthinking. That's all based on trauma. And like I said, with myself and I see it in others because I went through it, it's because I wasn't or I didn't feel um, accepted when I was little. So that makes you feel like people just don't get you. People don't get you. People just don't understand you. And you must be doing something wrong. And it also comes from, of course, being shushed, shushed as a kid. When you're being shushed and told, you know, to be quiet, um, you just think you're doing things wrong. You think you're you're annoying your parents. You think you're a bird. <laughs> you know, you think you're a lot of shit. So don't always internalize things that it's into you or you did something 
because sometimes a majority of the time it has nothing to do with you. If you have a conversation with someone, you'll see. So again, don't make something an issue that maybe is not an issue because that creates more frustration, arguments and things like that. Because someone actually, if you're taking something against you and then you go to this person like, this is about me. What happened? Uh, why are you saying this to me or why are you doing this to me? And this person's like, man, this is nothing about you. This has nothing about you. And this person is now offended because they're like, damn, are you that self-centered that you don't even see I'm hurting or I'm going through this? And I will tell you, this is a big point of my twin flame made me realize this. Um, And this was in the early before I even got into spirituality. And he was having a rough time and he got very quiet, ghosted. And when we finally talked, he was just like, and I'll never remember. I'll never remember this. I'll never remember. I'll never forget this. He had said, um, I couldn't even show it for myself. So how could I show it for you? Something like that. And I was like, that shit hit me in a different way. Was like, whoa, I'm sitting here taking this, like I've done something and why, you know, I need attention. And this is when I was still attention seeking that I didn't even understand that he's going through something that, you know, that I couldn't understand one because he didn't want to talk about it. So again, uh, um, you have to, you have to be self-centered to always wrap everything around you. And a lot of times trauma will cause you to be very self-centered. Okay. And we don't realize that we're being self-centered because we've made everything about us. Every situation is about us. Every issue is about us. And and sometimes you need to sit back and be like, damn, is this person going through something? How are you? How about just those conversations? Like, how are you doing? Instead of just thinking, oh, this person being mean because of something I did. Because again, that's deflecting. You're deflecting and you're internalizing something that most likely has nothing to do with you. And when you are, and when you have trauma, you're, these are those defense mechanisms or these are those actions that will play out. So becoming aware of how you maneuver and how you, um, you know, um, kind of handle or be with other people is going to help you at the long run. So don't, don't make everything about you because most of the time it's not. All right. Um, the other part I wanted to talk about is it, you, you make everything your fault. Oh, it's my fault. This person is angry. Oh, it's my fault. This happened. And, and you're taking the blame for shit that maybe you shouldn't. It's my fault that this, no, it don't, don't create a space where you're just automatic. Cause that goes into the people pleasing. You don't want someone to be mad at you. So it's, oh my, you know what? That's my fault. Wait, you were the one late, not me. How is it my fault that you were late? <laughs> you know what I mean? So again, take that step back and start looking at, are you giving people chances that they ain't got nothing to do with you? You know, and again, I've, and I've done all of these behaviors. You guys have I've, I've played out all of these behaviors, especially um, when dating. And I would constantly take things um, a certain way. And then I would start to this fear would kick in. And I, I can't say with everyone, honestly, only with my twin. I think my twin flame was the one that just really showed me all of, of my trauma. Because <laughs> I don't remember even thinking half of this shit with anybody else. But 
I remember having to replay, like thinking, um, like not wanting to lose him, even though I know it's not my fault in this situation. You ghosted me or you didn't call me back or you didn't text me back or you stood me up. But now I'm making it that somehow it's my fault. Somehow I'm sorry. (laughs) Somehow, somehow I'm apologizing. Again, that's coming from your trauma. Once you get to a place where you, you're healing this stuff, you're not going to be apologizing for shit you didn't do. You're not going to be apologizing because somebody else's bullshit. You're, you're not. You're not going to be people-pleasing because you're afraid to lose them. One of the biggest things I had to work through was, was letting go the fear of loss, um, fear of losing people. And that was rough that was hard, you know, because of losing a child at 15 and then losing my father, um, even at my late twenties, although it's like, I knew he was going to die. It still, it still hit me harder than what I expected, especially because we had a lot of unhealed issues and, and stuff between us. So there's those, there's those moments where you're just like, damn, you have these people pleasing or you you want people to to like you because you feel like no one likes you it's just again it's a vicious cycle of stuff but becoming aware of how you interact with everyone is huge okay one don't assume shit if you haven't talked to somebody if they haven't told you they have a problem with you they don't got a problem with you that's how i see this shit if somebody has a problem with me but they haven't come to me and say hey Ariana, I have an issue with you. Maybe we should talk. Then you don't have a fucking problem with me. And I'm not going to create a problem. I'm not going to create animosity. I'm not going to create a a situation. If somebody's in a bad mood, I'm not taking it as, oh, they don't like me or I've done something to offend them, especially if someone doesn't come and talk to me because I'm the first one who will accept or rectify when I'm wrong. I have no problem saying I'm wrong if I'm wrong and if I've offended somebody but I won't take on other people's bullshit either. And that's a part of healing. Once you're healing through this trauma, you will no longer um, start, you know, taking other people's shit and making it yours. And that's one of the biggest issues of that energy of why you feel drained and why you feel um, tired and exhausted because you're making other people's shit your problem and you don't need to healing. You start, you let, you start to let that go. So you're not, constantly um making other shit an issue you know it's it's really awareness awareness and then once you start to become aware you could get to the core issue of where it's coming from um whether it's your childhood whether it's past lover maybe it's uh, in your teens maybe it's in your 20s maybe it's in your 30s whatever age group you can pinpoint the core issue sometimes those core issues are going to go beyond this life um, and that's where you find phenomenal healers like myself to assist you to get to the core issue especially if you can't recognize the core issue um, and a lot of our core issues in this life are going to stem to past life or another piece of our lot of our existence um, that played out that we came back because we didn't get it <laughs> the first time so we came back to learn it again 
but that that goes with you really putting the time and effort into your healing. And I've done this a lot where I have seen a lot of people get stuck in their trauma and you don't want to take the the uh, you know the steps to really heal. You'd rather sit and complain about life. You'd rather complain about this, that, and the third instead of taking the time to heal. You know, Healing Beyond Humanity, the nonprofit I started uh, last year, we were we still are doing very cheap. Our workshops are like five to ten dollars to free sometimes because sometimes I'm allowing people to come free just so we can help them. And um, you have not a lot of people who are jumping on these classes, free classes, and really free to low cost workshops that are helping you work through your trauma, things that you would have to pay hundreds of dollars with people um, to get into these type of sessions. And it's not just myself, I'm bringing other phenomenal healers and facilitators. And you got people who are just, I see them buying other shit and posting it and not paying for healing. And you got to kind of ask yourself, how important am I? You know, one of the, the biggest things that in this path that, that other healers have made me realize is how important are you? You, yourself, how important are you? There shouldn't be no price tag to that question, okay? But we will spend $1,000 to fix a car <laughs> and we won't spend $1,000 to fix ourselves. We will spend hundreds of dollars on clothes, makeup, um, jewelry to make ourselves feel better on the outside. But we won't take that same couple hundred dollars to invest in our healing and our mental health. This is where we have to change as people. This is where we have to change how we see ourselves because the value of self is so fucking low. This is why society is what it is. Value is on everything else. It's let me get a big car. Let me get a big house. Let me get this bomb job and make all this money and I'm going to feel better. And we don't. And so you're left with your trauma, your bullshit, your mental health issues. And so we never say that I am worth taking the time and effort to heal. I'm worth this $500 QHHT level session, you know? Um, And I will say a lot of people look at that price tag and be like, oh my God, why is it $500 right now? I'm actually doing free sessions. But I've seen some people that they charge that, but if you look at the time and effort that's put into it, sometimes you're there for five or six hours with a person. The actual session that you're under is two hours. And before that, you, you're sitting and talking and getting to know and getting information, which could be three or four hours. Well, it could be three hours. And then you do after the session where you talk and go over what came up. Um, you know what I mean? And then the back end of it is getting the the um, recording uh, done and emailed and sent to you. So I really feel like a lot of people don't, they'll see that price tag on a lot of healing and be like, oh my God, that's a lot. But what are you truly getting in those sessions? You're getting a lot. And so you have to ask yourself again, are you worth it? Because if your value is only on outside external issues, that's why you're failing inside. That's why your trauma hasn't gone to where that's why you have not healed because you're not willing to spend that money and take the time, money or time to get in there. And I say money or time because our workshops, damn near all of them are, have been cheap 
five to ten dollars some of them free and then some people haven't even come um, on a free level our classes are free so again when you have people that are out here trying to assist you give you information um, you have so many youtubers that constantly are doing videos to describe things to talk to to educate you on a lot of the things going on yet you still don't put in the work you do not love yourself enough you got to start there how much do i love myself and how much do i really value myself and that's where you have to change how you see yourself because otherwise you're never going to do the work you're never going to take the steps to heal because you don't value yourself enough to you're never going to pay someone to help you in those sessions because again you don't value yourself enough to pay that money so if someone is charging a hundred dollars for a session a particular session you're going to be like oh my god that's too much but you'll spend a couple hundred on a fucking birkin gucci or whoever the hell name brand bag because that is valuable to you you need to be just as valuable as the shit you spend money on you're just as valuable if not more you should really be more valuable than the stuff that you buy i could tell you i have spent a lot of money on my healing path i remember uh in 2020 alone i probably spent like two to three grand on different healing uh techniques and i sat with some amazing healers and i learned a lot so what i took away from it i've also been able to apply in my own profession with my clients and what I took away from it from my own life, I, I can't put a price on that because I got my life back. I got a, a huge part of my mind back and I was able to heal huge parts of my heart that were when I first started my healing path, the first time I looked at my heart, I tell people my heart was black. It was charred. That's how much pain and heartbroken I was at the beginning of my path. And so now when I see my heart, my heart is beautiful. It's either pink or green. It kind of goes pink or green in between those colors. Um, and it's very beautiful and it's very bright and it's very loving, right? And when I started this path, that's not how I was. So there, for me, every healing, every healing class, every healing technique, every session that I've done has been worth it. Um, there's not one that I can sit here and be like, oh, that's not worth it. And I, I regret doing that. Not one. Okay. Um, even to going where uh, I went, uh, we did a retreat to Sedona and we got to sit down. We sat down with some phenomenal healers in Sedona. If you're ever going to Sedona, get in my inbox. I definitely have a couple of healers uh, that I worked with, the shaman and a couple other ones that were beautiful. So helpful um, in my path also. Let me know. I can give you the information for them and you can look them up. So again, uh, definitely, uh, I I don't feel I don't feel there's any price you could put on taking care of yourself. You know, if you would go and you would take thousands of dollars to correct your body or get surgeries, then why wouldn't you do the same thing to heal your soul? You gotta look at yourself as you are worthy. I am worthy. I want you to say that I am worthy. I am deserving. Um, I'm valuable because you are. And you gotta value yourself more than the material shit that you put in your life. Because none of that goes with you when you die. Um, not only have I done my own past life regressions, I have done you know, some on, on people now where I'm actually doing them on others. And I haven't seen anybody take the Maserati with them, okay? I haven't seen anybody take the money with them. So what you do take with you though is your pain and your anguish and your trauma 
that stains your soul. And so your lessons and your grudges and all of the shit you didn't work through in your life. So again, if you really want uh, to do something, put that time and effort into your soul because everything else doesn't fucking matter when you die. All right. All right. So let's look at this week's energy. I'm going to start from Aries on down, on down. All right, Aries, you have the tower in reverse and the ace of swords. So you are picking up the pieces this week. Whatever this tower moment was for you definitely was to open your your eyes to some things and see things differently. It's not going to be easy because I feel like now you're uncertain. Now you're you're not knowing which way to go. Now you're kind of like, okay, this tower, I I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Am I really supposed to be doing it? You're going to start to overthink and over question. Um, Take a second, process the tower moment, process where you're at, process your foundation. Because the biggest thing is the tower always knocks down a faulty foundation. So something that was built, um, whether it's illusions, whether it is, um, um, lies, bullshit, whatever it is. Um, and also staying in places that we don't need to go. Okay. Aries Taurus this week, you got a ace of pentacles, 10 of wands. So you got opportunities in front of you, but you got a lot of burdens that you're carrying. So I feel like in this particular deck, this 10 of wands is not a good one where I would be like, maybe you're building something. I feel like you are building something, but you might be doing it the hard way. I think you have a lot of opportunities in front of you this week, but if you don't pay attention, you're going to keep, uh, it's like overworking. You're taking on too much. This might even be taking on extra hours at work, but you're going to be exhausted doing this. So I feel like you are definitely making money or creating opportunities, but man, it's like you, you have to do it with this exhaustion or it's like no time to rest or no time to think or no time to, to process. So be careful with that, that you're giving yourself some, some time to relax or rejuvenate or, you know, something because I feel like you can just be go, go, go. And that's actually not going to be good for you at the end. So just take a moment and just say, did I eat today? Did I, did I drink water today? Did I get a nap in, you know, something, because I feel like you have these opportunities, but you're, you're putting a lot more pressure on yourself also than what you need. Gemini, 10 of swords in the reverse and the three of cups. So I feel like this week is about celebration. It's about coming together with friends. It's about getting over old wounds, letting those go and um, finding new ways to celebrate. And this is a beautiful thing because a lot of times we uh, forget that we need to celebrate, that we need to take time um, and find things to celebrate too. Um, it's just like you can celebrate the moon, celebrate the, the fact that you woke up today, <laughs> whatever it is, just taking those moments. So I feel like uh, this week, it's just a really cool, and it, it might be you meeting people this week. Also, if you're getting out of the house, if you're doing things, Gemini, I feel like you could possibly um, be meeting people this week. Okay. All right. Cancer, you got the King of Swords in the reverse and the Queen of Swords in the reverse. So this week, you and somebody else probably are not talking to each other, but you're definitely feeling each other this week, Cancer. Um, All I'm going to say is if this is like Twin Flame Divine Union, (laughs) your ex, whoever, 
for some reason, you guys are both thinking about each other this week. Now, I don't feel like either one of you are going to speak out because both of y'all are in the they better speak to me first or that that person is going to, you know, that person is going to speak to me first. <laughs> I swear I can't. I can't. Um, so I don't feel like that's going to happen, though. Um, one of the, and this might be one person's story. Um, if you have parents who have passed on, they're both trying to contact you and reach out to you and they love you a lot. Um, they're coming through. I feel it in my heart space. Um, and I feel like you just have to understand there's love, a lot of love around you. They are watching you. Although I, I feel like you haven't opened up, uh, a, the space to speak to them. Um, and this could be somebody else who's passed on. If you if you have another person who's passed on that you love, I just see a lot of love uh, for someone who's passed on. But for some of you, it could be mom and dad or mom or dad. Um, the other thing about this cancer is both of you guys, especially you and your ex, you're both thinking about each other. You both love each other. You're just not fucking expressing it. Mm hmm. Uh huh. All right, Leo. <laughs> Leo, we got Queen of Wands in the reverse and we got the Moon card. I'm not liking that because I feel like, uh, you know, sometimes the Queen of Wands can be the mistress energy or, you know, if it's the woman hiding a man. I don't know what they call that. Sneaky link these days might be a sneak, sneaky link. Um, so I'm not liking that. Now, you know, we just ha we have the full moon in Leo that was yesterday. Um, Leo, that is your sign. Now, Queen of Wands is in the reverse of the moon. So it does make me feel like something is being shown to you this moon. So hopefully you have set some intentions um, because I do feel like something is coming in. Uh, but it does look like there's kind of an explosion. It doesn't look like the best of energy, especially whoever the Queen of Wands is. It looks like there's an explosion of anger emotions um, coming out. So hopefully it's not a mistress energy that you're finding out about or Mr. Energy that you're finding out about. Um, but it also could be just someone exploding very emotional. So be careful with your emotions this week, Leo, because this full moon could have you heightened and you might be blowing up on people that maybe you don't need to. Um, but also check your dreams because I feel like your dreams are going to be speaking to you with the full moon energy. I do feel like you're getting messages also from spirit. So listen up. Um, all right, Virgo. Virgo, you got the nine of wands, the reverse and the judgment. I feel like you're making huge decisions this week um, and you're really releasing, forgiving and letting go, which is huge, especially if you're forgiving self. Um, even if you're forgiving family, it, it's huge when you do go through the process of letting go. Um, it is a game changer for you. It's a game changer for your life. Um, and it really does release you from the burden. Some of you guys were really carrying a lot of shit from the past and I feel like it's time to just understand and, and let go you know understand it and let go all right Libra this week you got the death card and you got the seven of pentacles so a lot of release huge transformational energy this week I do feel like what you're doing even if it seems like it's going slow it is working um, because the seven of pentacles is slow moving energy for some of you guys as you end and let go of the past you open up uh, new beginnings for you especially in love um, in business 
um, you just open up this new energy, but you have to clear out the old shit. Okay. Um, so that's going to be in healings, uh, whatever you're doing to heal, whatever you're doing to cleanse, meditate, clear out your energy, do so because this particular death card, they're cleaning up an oil spill. So, <laughs> so I feel like there's still some cleaning that you need to do. Okay. All right. Um, Scorpio, you have the chariot in reverse and the six of wands. You're kind of stuck this week. There's a little bit of stagnation. Uh, some of you guys could have transportation issues, um, but it feels like you're stuck. Remember not to be a show off this week. You don't have to be, look at me. I'm doing this. I'm good. Um, look at my skills. Look at me. I feel like some of you could be an ego or this could be someone you're dealing with this week. Um, if you see somebody is all in their ego, don't entertain it this week. If it's not you, if it is you check your own ego, because I feel like someone could be like, oh, you know, look at me. Look at me. I'm over here. Um, you're already amazing, Scorpio. You don't need to add on to your amazing self. OK. The other part, though, I do feel like you will have success, even if you don't feel like you're going to have success and you feel like you're you're being delayed. You're being delayed for a reason. All right. Just remember that you're being delayed for a reason. All right, Sag, you got 10 of cups in the reverse and ace of cups. I feel like for some of my Sagittarius, you might not be wanting to date right now. You might be just putting a lot of love into self with the ace of cups. Um, and some of you, maybe dating is over. I feel like you could have a, a new love offer uh, coming in this week with the ace of cups, which is really good. In this particular deck, the 10 of cups looks like people are dating. It doesn't look like a family. It looks like someone's out dating, talking to different people. So that's in the reverse. So it gives me the the energy of possibly Sag, you getting a love offer this week or having that love come in this week, which is a very beautiful thing. Um, so just be open to it. I know sometimes it's like, well, I'm doing me. I don't want love. And so sometimes love comes in the most uh, craziest uh, ways. All right. Um, Capricorn, you got the four of pentacles and the emperor in the reverse. So Capricorn, a lot of you guys are waiting for someone to come save you. You're waiting for someone to, and that's not a usual Capricorn energy. So what's going on with you that you're just sitting here waiting for something to change? You got to take ignition, uh, take ignition. <laughs> initiative to make things change. You cannot just sit here waiting for something to magically change. And that's what spirit is giving me. You're just sitting here waiting, waiting and waiting. And that's not going to help. The emperor needs to get me upright and you need to become the ruler, the boss of your life. Um, we could sit and be circumstanced in our life and we could play the role that we have no way of changing. We have no way of doing this, that, and the third, but you have every bit of power to change your life. And if you choose not to, well, that is up to you and you got to live in that shit. You got to live in that shit. You can't blame nobody else but yourself. Okay. All right. Aquarius, you got the three of swords in the reverse and the seven of wands in the reverse. Um, I do feel like this week you're going to be healing uh, from some stuff that really, really hurt. Um, whatever this, you know, three of swords is really deep shit, really deep pain, deep. It's really deep. So I feel like you are healing from that. Whatever that was made you feel like you just didn't belong in certain situations. You're the outsider. Um, and I feel like you're getting out of that, like you're letting it go because you healed it, this stuff. So you don't need to hold on to feeling out of place because um, you could just be you 
um, which is always weird. Aquarius, you are always weird and it's okay to be weird. Don't, don't stray away from being weird. Be weird. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. If you, if you're not blending in with the sheep. All right, Pisces, this week you got the lover's card in the reverse and the ace of wands. So you're not taking an app opportunity. What the fuck is wrong with it? All right. You're not taking an opportunity here um, and you're choosing to sit in this space. You're unwilling to look at yourself. So get out of your own way. Um, you got the lover's card in the reverse. This particular lover's card shows a mirror to self. So you have somebody you're very connected to that shows you your darker nature or your shitty ways or, you know, your not so nice tendencies and you are probably avoiding them or avoiding the situation because they are showing you your truth and you don't want to see that. So Ace of Wands is in the reverse. You're not willing to take action in a situation, but you know, you need to put time and effort into healing yourself. Okay. It's not about everybody else. Pisces is about you. This particular person that you're connected to shows you your own shit. Um, one of the biggest things, especially if you're dealing with twin flame, divine union, whatever the fuck you want to call it these days, right? Um, the biggest thing to understand if it's a true twin flame dynamic, they are only a mirror to you. Your twin is you. You're one in the same. They mirror your shit. They're not showing you their own shit. They're showing you your shit. And so you can't run and hide from that. We want to, but we can't because something is going to always pull you back to this person on some level. But doesn't mean you got to keep going down the romantic slope. It's best that you probably, you guys, become friends to help each other fucking heal in an effective way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, you guys, that's what I got for you today. Thank you so much once again uh, for being um, just team thick goddess energy all right you guys thank you guys so much love so much light until next time bye